This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Live and local in the morning from 6 to 9, covering all of your favorite teams with analysis and opinions to carry you through the morning on the Blitz 1170 and streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app. We want to hear from you. Tweet slash X us at the Blitz 1170 or the text line is always open at 918-262-5072. Now it's time for the Morning Blitz. Here's Rick Corey. It's that time again. Good morning and welcome in. It is 6 a.m. Time to get up and at them and start that day. <laughs> if you hadn't already. <laughs> Maybe there's some folks like me who've been up a little earlier. <clears throat> and if so, well, hey, welcome to midday. <laughs> kind of feels that way. Bryce Saltz is in the next room. I'm not sure what time he got up. I know mine was uh, fairly early this morning. And I hope yours, I really, I kind of hope right now you're a little bleary-eyed and kind of wandering around the house. <laughs> Yeah. You ever had that moment when you get up at home and you swing the legs over the side of the bed, you sit there a minute and you ask yourself, how did I, how did I get here? <laughs> and I, I, I've been having that a lot this week. I don't know why. Maybe it's just the post-Super Bowl hangover, if you will. Yeah, and I don't mean here in this very moment, but, you know, all the moments that led me to this moment. How did I get here? And <clears throat> I'm generally once – I just chuckle anytime it comes to my mind because I know exactly you're how. you're so blessed, Rick. I am, actually. And uh, I also – uh, understand and how I got right here. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm not sure this is where, but <laughs> no, it's been a long time since I felt that way. At any rate, welcome in on a Wednesday morning to what's going to be a gorgeous day. We're going to be up in the 60s again today. Gosh, it got nice yesterday, didn't it? Oof. Oh, it did. Oh, I, when Lindsay and I came out of uh, Oklahoma Proton to get in the car to come back home, the car, and we're literally inside 25 minutes. I, she, We walk in, we check her in within 90 seconds, they get her. I set my um, phone uh, to stopwatch, and I walk for 20 minutes back and forth in their lobby, I think irritating the crap out of some people as I go back and forth constantly. Uh, And then at 20 minutes, I stop, and I sit down, and two, three minutes later, boom, there she is, and we're gone. But in that 25, 26 minutes when we're in there, we got outside. The car, the inside of the car was already really hot (laughs) because it was that warm that quick. You know, and, and it's going to be again like that today. It's it's right at 38-ish, 39-ish right now. So it's really not bad outside right now either, and there's not a lot of wind. So should have a really nice drive in to work, and we get ourselves our Wednesday, our hump day, as Mr. Camel used to say, underway. And, of course, we're a couple of days after the Super Bowl, so now there's still a little bit of reaction, and a lot of it is like, you know, after parties and things like that, or who sang with who, and Mahomes yeah. at Disney World, and, you know, that kind of thing. And somebody actually cleaned up the track. Travis, Kelsey, Taylor Swift, post-game embrace. So we oh, have... Oh, thank God. Yeah, yes, of course. Well, that's that's key stuff, right? Yeah. So we've got that and what they said to each other, and we've got all that for you. Other things to talk about today. Holy cow, was Baylor better than Oklahoma last night? Woo! Mm. You know, wow. <clears throat> a couple upsets. There were a lot of ranked teams playing last night, and there were one, two, three. There were about three or four upsets. You can't call OU Baylor an upset because Baylor's number 12. Right. Uh, but there is one streak in that one I hadn't realized. We'll get into that because Oklahoma got spanked pretty good last night. Uh, the Thunder won, though. Uh, didn't have a great first quarter, but, you know, the cool thing about this is before I even saw the score, I saw the post game, and I was listening to Jalen Williams. I was listening to Mark Dagnall. And both of them made it sound like in the first period they were down by 15. Mm. And I looked, and they were down one at the end of the first period. And I don't mean they were depressive or mad. I mean that's how ser- that's how well they expect to play every day. 
is they were down one and they were talking about all the things they were doing wrong. Yeah. And that tells you that a basketball team no longer hopes to do well or play well or win they expect to. And mm-hmm. that to me, I mean, and I, I would, I would imagine that that's what Mark Dagnalt does anyway, but it just is something. And by the way, speaking of the thunder, I don't know if you saw Carmelo Anthony's uh, interview yesterday or podcast, whatever he was on, because nowadays everybody's on somewhere, know. right? Uh, where he talked about Sam Presti. Mm. And he talked about Oklahoma City being the best place for a basketball player in the NBA. Which Pretty high praise. It is. Now, now it's Carmelo, and <laughs> Melo is known to be a little different at times. Mm-hmm. However... He's not a guy who's necessarily easy to please, and if if he got along and liked what he saw, and it was the standpoint of he said, Sam Presti makes it about the player, and he makes he makes it so that you have a good experience, and that's I don't think any of us really doubt that. Um, we're not inside the organization; we just think he's pretty brilliant, or occasionally he just wanders into greatness. I'm not sure which. I'm going to go with he's pretty good at what he does. Uh, and, you know, you'd like to know behind the scenes, was he Dr. Eviling this for three years to get mm. to where we are now? Or was this a little bit of, you know, some planning and a little grab-and-shoot blind? Whatever it ta- whatever it is, it's gotten to a point where the Thunder are really damn good. That's all there is to it. Yeah. And we'll cover their win. Uh, bad news for a former Oklahoma softball player. We've got a couple of basketball games tonight, including Tulsa on the road. Uh, UCLA made it official yesterday with Deshaun Foster. The Royals made it official with their new stadium. Have you seen the renderings of that? I've seen certain pictures here and there. What was your first thought when you saw it? Be honest. uh, Honestly, it's a little bit different from uh, the other stadium in terms of actually seeing a city (laughs) on the outskirts of it. Yeah. For me personally, that was kind of the first thing that popped up to me. First thing that I thought was, that's ugly. Mm. And I've looked since. I just looked at their site, and I'm looking at their other pictures. And I hope it comes across better in person. And I don't. I try very much not to be a negative person because I've been around enough of those in my life, and so I try not to be that way. But my first thing when I when I saw it, it was God, that's ugly. I mean, I Kaufman is a pretty stadium, and yeah. it's it's iconic with the fountains and the giant Royals crown, and you know, and logo out in the middle, and, and then the grass banks. There's Kaufman, and to this day, Kaufman, which is an old stadium, you could eat off the floor. It's so clean. <laughs> now, most major league stadiums are really kept that way for the most part. But, I mean, I don't know, in all the ballparks I've been in, I don't know if anything is cleaned more often and better than Kaufman. I think the K is wonderful. And this new stadium is a little bit more like what they're doing with newer stadiums. But my first thought is that's just ugly. <laughs> and I hope I'm wrong. I really do. And I, Do you not like the sloping of it or the... <laughs> Is that kind of what does it for you? Well, the first thing I saw was that overhang cover, and then there's yeah. there are you know there are the metal posts that come down, and then you see the the stands under it. Now most stands, and especially when you're talking about one that's going to be outside, you need sun protection and all that. And I get it. Most of them are built up so that that comes like over the top, like it would at Dodger Stadium or where we were just at Washington when Tulsa played up there, mm-hmm. where it's got the big cantilevers over the top, but they're connected to the stadium. The way this is on there to me, 
looks like it was an afterthought. It looks like they went, well, here's some stands. You know what? We need some shade. Let's just build an awning. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it does to me. I and doesn't really do much of a job. It, well, I mean, it might, and I don't want to be negative, and I'm hoping when you see it in person, and I can't imagine they'd spend the money they're talking about spending and build an ugly ballpark. Although, it's happened before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I hope not. And I, I like the downtown setting. I just think it's unfortunate because I really like where Kaufman is and how easy it is to get in and out. And what you're about to create is a, a giant nightmare trying to park and get around. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen the drawings, the old Sprint, now T-Mobile Center, is, what, a block away, if that? Uh, yeah, officially, uh, I had it written down right here. Um, Several, maybe 100, ball, 200 yards? Yeah, it just says blocks away. I yeah. thought it had an exact number. I don't even know away. that it's blocks. I mean, it might be the perspective of the picture. But if you look at the overall from the top when it has downtown and all that, I mean, you're right there in the power and light. I get all that because you've got all the entertainment districts, and I know that's what teams are doing. And they'll figure parking out. You do. But all that space and all that ease just came into downtown Kansas City, which will bring them an enormous amount of money and make people happy, and it will make them an enormous, even more money in parking. And parking's not cheap at major league stadiums nowadays anyway. I went the last time. See, what did we pay at the Angels this last year? 20, which for major leagues is not bad. I recall, was it 25 or 30? It was How long of a walk was that? Was that like right there? Well, 20? because of Lindsay, Lin, there's a handicap pass for Lindsay. Oh, good. So with Lindsay having a handicap pass, we're a little bit closer, but it's yeah. still a couple hundred yards, which is not bad. Right. Because normally you're going to be a long way away. And I know two years ago, Dodger Stadium, and we go to Dodger Stadium, I always try to park on the it's east side uh that seems to be the side people will pull in and you either come up from down by chinatown or the back side where the police academy is if you come up from back there that's the larger part of the parking lot and they they take you a lot of times you don't get to choose they just take you around they don't let you turn certain places but if they make you go that way, I'll try to go all the way around because that east side is almost always a little easier to park on. And we, I think we were 70 yards from an entrance at Dodger Stadium, but that's just because that east side tends to be less crowded. But in Kansas City, you're always going to be a couple hundred yards away, but it's just so easy because it's so big and flat yeah. and all that, and it's not parking garages and downtowns. It's one and, designated area, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> and, and all that, which, you know, hey, look, I get it. I, I understand that you got to give up a little something to get a little something, and being in downtown, being walking distance from all that will probably be great. I just looked at the initial pictures, and I went, God, that's ugly. <laughs> you know you know what would have made it just a little bit better is they're bringing over that Jumbotron that's shaped as the logo. Like, that's probably the most iconic part of that the, the, the old stadium for me personally. Yeah, that and the fountains. I mean, you, you know, it was a deal if you hit a ball in the fountains. I saw Bo Jackson hit a ball over that scoreboard. <laughs> over over yeah. that scoreboard. <laughs> and I've, you know, I've been to a lot of Royals games because I used to cover them pretty rever- regularly, and I've seen a lot of balls plop into those fountains. I say a lot, less than 10, but balls plop into that fountain, and that's a long poke. Man. Uh, to hit it up in there, but Bo, <laughs> I've seen someone do what Bo did that Bo day. Knows. Holy crap. Yeah, that's, that's special dude right there. And, and I get it. I'm going to give them every break. I love the Royals, and it's probably going to be great. But what mm-hmm. I just saw from the first pictures, I was like, huh. And maybe if I look at it as a throwback, because if you look at old pictures of like the polo grounds and things like that, that covering does look like that. And maybe that's the thought. 
You know, yeah. Kansas City has a history with the Negro Leagues and things there, too. They had those ballparks. Maybe that's the thought. And if so, I'll just adjust the thinking. At any rate, we'll get into uh, their new place. Uh, as I mentioned, the Deshaun Foster, he got really emotional yesterday. And they're still talking about Kyle Shanahan's decision on overtime. And I got to tell you, the more I think about it, the more I agree with Kyle Shanahan. And I heard Brady Quinn say this at five, and I listened to his his explanation, and I, that's exactly how I feel. Shanahan says they'd done this in analytics, and they knew what they wanted to do. But the players said they weren't aware. Well, that is a problem. I mean, Andy mm-hmm. Reid had already talked to the players about it, and the Niners didn't. Maybe that's just the way the Niners do it. Maybe they don't do that all the time. Maybe they just do it with the brain trust, which I probably a mistake but uh you know having your players come out and just say yeah we didn't have a clue is is probably a bit of a surprise i think i might want to share that with them and what our what our plan is i do understand and i heard lavar errington say look that felt like a game where if somebody got a field goal somebody was getting a field goal somebody got a touchdown somebody's got to get a touchdown you want it third because then it goes to real sudden death so i kind of agree with kyle shanahan mm. and and the chiefs saying well you know we were going to go for two were you really were you? Are you going to give yourself a chance on defense? It's easy in hindsight. Well, the way <laughs> Spags' like defense had been playing, why would you do that? Yeah. I, I that, that that sounds to me like, yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe that's not hyperbole for them either. But anyway, those are the things we're talking about today. Uh, coming up uh, at 8.30 this morning, we have our in Arkansas insider, Tyler Cass, which I'm sure Tyler's going to want to talk about nothing but softball and baseball. Because <laughs> there's nothing to talk about in basketball, mm-hmm. uh, although they are on the road tonight. I believe it's on the No, they have Tennessee tonight. Oh, good luck. Uh, well, Tulsa's at USF. All that, and we will be, of course, taking your text at 918-262-5072. And thank you, because by God, Golly, for you know, starting last week, you've been tearing the text board up, and I mm-hmm. appreciate it. We had a really good time yesterday with who would play the next Rambo because I don't think it ought to be Ryan Gosling. <laughs> now Ryan Reynolds could bring a certain you know pizzazz. Oh. Anyway, nine one eight two six two five zero seven two. We are at that time now. We're post Super Bowl. We do. We still have stuff to do because we've got uh, spring football coming up not that long from now. Uh, the UFL, by the way, the you know mix of the USFL and XFL just announced their rules. They have some new rules. We'll get into those coming up today as well here on the Blitz eleven seventy. Then I've got stuff from uh, Jason, Jason Kelsey. Can you imagine his wife watching him as a luchador just walk around? <laughs> I think that was one of my favorite scenes from all the post Super Bowl stuff was seeing Travis and Taylor walking with this group and they're all like pretty normal outfits. Mm. Yep. And then you just see Jason trailing behind in that wrestler's mask. Somebody said this is like when you're playing a video game and you're crazy looking characters in a cutscene. Yep. <laughs> I mean, just walking behind that group well, completely it, out of place. And he looked like a little kid who was just walking along with him and just in the loot story mask. And you see him almost face plant into the bushes the one time because yeah. he's so drunk and just wandering around. I'm just wondering uh, what his wife is back at the oh hotel man. thinking. I'm married to Nacho uh, Libre. 6.15 on the, oh God, <laughs> on the Blitz 11.70. I love Jack Black. Uh, he is Bryce Hall. I am Rick Corey. We're in the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio. Speaking of the Oilers, when they're home on a Sunday, you can skate on the ice with the Oilers. You've heard us talk about that. It's Sunday fun day. Just go out there with your family. It's kind of cool. Let the kids and anyone else, for that matter, go out and experience the ice the players play on and with the players out there on the ice, too. So you can rent skates, bring your own, either one. They'll be able to handle it. It's called Sunday Fun Day from the Oilers and the Blitz 1170. Download the Blitz 1170 app now inside your cell phone provider's app store. You don't need a radio to listen to the Blitz. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.
The 25th-ranked Oklahoma Sooners fell to the 12th-ranked Baylor Bears last night, 79-62. The Bears shot 55% from the field, led by Jaden Nunn's 27 points. OU senior guard Rivaldo Soares led the team with 17 points off the bench. And the Tulsa Golden Hurricane are back in action tonight. They'll be at South Florida to face the Bulls. Tip-off at 6 with a 5.30 pregame, starting over on Big Country 99.5. And in women's college basketball, the 23rd-ranked Sooners will host the 21st-ranked Baylor Bears, and the OSU Cowgirls will be at Texas Tech. But for those games, tip-off at 6. That's the Wonder World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Blitz 1170, and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? Call us up at 918-879-1170. We want to hear from you. We always do at 620 here on the Blitz 1170 on a Wednesday drive to work. Welcome in. See, we are almost, well, okay, it's really halfway through February, and it's, don't forget, Valentine's Day. I had made this mistake of thinking, and I actually have been thinking of it. I've been thinking, okay, it's Thursday. And, well, yeah, I know. And then... It's busy, obviously, at the house. I leave here. I go home. I get things ready. We go to Oklahoma City every day, and then we come back. And so we were back later in the afternoon. You still have things to do at home, right? So you're doing yeah. things at home, too. And and it's just, you know, I kept saying to myself, it's Thursday. It's Thursday. And I don't know why, but some, I think I heard that. I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. and so this morning, <laughs> we had a 3 a.m., <clears throat> not an incident, but we had to make some corrections at 3 a.m., <laughs> Um, when Lindsay's on a lot of medicines and sometimes it causes different things. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I, you know, I'm up a little early anyway. So I thought, what the heck, I'm just going to come in here. So got everything ready and I'm leaving. And as I'm leaving, Christine says, Hey, well, happy Valentine's day. Damn. <laughs> oh man. <sighs> I missed. All right. Well, Athens. yeah, but I didn't act so much like I knew. <laughs> I just said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of worked my own through it. But yesterday, actually last night, when I went upstairs to go to bed, I was there thinking of and searching things and hoping, okay, on the way back today, you know, I was thinking last night, maybe tomorrow, on the way back, do a little something. And so this is the day that I've always not really joked, but I've always said, hey, guys, Walgreens. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. <laughs> well, it's not just easy. I've mentioned this before, but I think it was when Scott was in here. Do you know Walgreens at one time had personal shoppers? And I don't mean like pandemic personal shoppers like Walmart now that'll do your groceries like that. I mean, you could go in because the, it's it's almost like the Waffle House storm index. They're open no matter what, you <laughs> yeah. know, blah, blah, blah. In this case, panicked people, men or women, could go in and they had a person there who you, who would help you. You would say, this is who I'm looking for. And then they would go around the store and they would show you things and give you suggestions. It really literally was a personal assistant at Walgreens. Now, I'm sure with the way, you know, since post-pandemic and how hard it is to get employees and blah, 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 I'm, they probably don't do it anymore. Yeah. But I know this because I covered it as a story many years ago in news. So I went to the one out at uh, 71st and uh, Garnett because that's not okay. terribly far from our house. So I, I go in there, and, yet, you know, there was a time they even had a little perfume counter. Man. Right? Yeah. And so I, I, I go in, and I ask, I said, is there – I mean, I've heard that there's a personal shopper. Oh, yeah, I'll get her. And a little lady <laughs> looked like she was probably early 40s, 
very pleasant young lady comes up, and I explain what I was doing, and she's, well, I don't know if I can actually do an interview. That, that happens a lot because, you know, corporate and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And I said, well, let me just, well, you just help me, and I'll just talk myself, and I'll just run the recorder as we're walking around. So I gave her the, you know, here's what, here's what I'm looking And she took me all over the store. Now, I don't think they do that anymore, mm-hmm. but that was kind of the Walgreens joke. But the good news is you can go find something. Oh, yeah. So if, 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 if it's the thought that counts, and we all know that's not true, <laughs> but we can say it. Let it be, Rick. Well, we can say it. And then if someone says anything, you can look real disappointed and go, well, it's the thought that counts. Mm. See how I did that with my Flip, voice? Yeah. You see that real oh, quickly? Not, like now that? I'm like, oh. Yeah, right. See? And then yeah. it's, and then, well, he tried. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking about it last night, and I was looking up different things. You know how hard, well, okay, have you, you bought Valentine's gifts for somebody, right? Yeah, I think I'm. I think I did pretty good this year. Oh, good yeah. for you. So I don't want you to. You know, they don't have it yet, right? No. Okay, so you can't I, say it on the air. We, we agreed. We agreed on the the weekend. Okay, so, so that's we, what that's what buys you more time. Oh, do they listen? <laughs> huh? I uh, they they've listened a couple of times, but I don't think they'd be listening right now. Well, still, let's be safe. Yeah, yeah. I don't want you to get yourself in trouble. Yeah. I, so I, I'll, I'll, I won't describe. No, I don't want to be that guy. Uh, but I, I could use this help here. And, and I'm yeah. looking, and I'm being serious at 918-262-5072. I know we have a number of lady listeners yeah. because, I mean, I I see some names, and I know they, I, I know there's some ladies out there listening, and I appreciate, I appreciate that tremendously. Uh, and I appreciate the guys, too. But as I'm looking last night, and I was trying to find, and I even put it in in a search engine specifically saying different kinds of things, not just flowers, not just chocolates, not just, you know, the heart-shaped pendant or whatever, because i got to be honest, my wife doesn't even care for jewelry. Mm. I mean, she has a little, but it's not a thing. Yeah. It's just not a thing. It's not something that if I if you come home with some necklace or something, and then if you do, she's a little picky about the kind, mm. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. She has the right to be that way. But I, it makes it very difficult for me to guess and yeah. both of us are in the, we are very much of the same mind of, you know, there's some things it's not worth spending your money on. Mm. And we kind of feel that way about that. So I'm I'm trying to find something a little more useful and different and that kind of stuff. But there it does come a point where if you live together a long time and you've just lived a long time, you just don't need much. Mm. So, you know, I'm really, really good about paying attention during the year, especially when it comes around to Christmas time. To, you know, some, during normal conversations, someone will say, this would be handy or I'd like to have that or whatever. And I click that yeah. in my brain and I'll just mark that down or whatever. And sometimes I'll just get it and have it, have it, you know, mm-hmm. have it there. And at times I've gone out and done that, you know, in September and had it. And then in October you know, or in November, look what I found. I, I did this, not at the house, but I bought this for myself. Oh, that goes back. You know? <laughs> but that's okay. You're prepped, right? Yep, exactly. So, I, even, th- I thought you were going to say you'd have moments where you'd buy it in like September, October. And, and forget the, it? Yeah, exactly. By the <laughs> no, time no. you're like, where did I hide that? Again? No, I didn't Chevy chase it. I didn't Christmas <laughs> vacation that thing and find the thing from 85. No, I didn't do that. Uh, I mean, I've, I've done that with receipts. But So last night I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm looking and they're all the same thing. It's it's all the same thing. And then I'm thinking about, all right, yeah, a little cl- clues here and there. No, no. I, I'm not sure she's a much bigger fan than me of the day because it was created by, I think it was Hallmark. Um, it was one of the greeting cards companies that basically created it. And I, I <laughs> it's made up holiday. The, the two pros guys in front of, and before us, one of their producers, how do, what did he term it? Oh, I'll have to think about it. But he had a great term for, for, <laughs> for it. So I, I'd love some help. 
Yeah, something a little because she's not listening right now. <laughs> something a little different, <laughs> something a little out of the way. So just I don't know, just some help at nine one eight two six two five zero seven two. I've been thinking of it. I want to do it. I want to make sure. I mean, we're at a. It's a. There's a lot to do at our house right now, and everybody has a lot to do to try to keep up, and that's what we're all trying to do. And it can it can be stressful, yeah. and I don't ever try to act like that or anything, but it can be. And I, it's nice to show a little appreciation. So I'm, I'm thinking. I mean, I know good old candies at one point are always going to be appreciated, and all, I get all that. But I'm, I'm just trying to be a little bit different. Were you different, or were you pretty? I'm not going to again. Don't tell me. But were you pretty traditional in your thing? Uh, I, I did kind of a new twist on a traditional gift. Um, and again, it was fa- fairly small, and there'll probably be candy involved and stuff. Oh, there so. should be a little of that, right? Yeah, 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 always. I mean, even if it's the little tiny one heart that, you know, don't, yeah, yeah. Uh, guys, don't do that. Uh, I mean, heart candy? Well, no, no, it's the heart candy, no, I, uh, that's fine if you want, but I'm mm-hmm. saying if you do that last minute thing, and then all you do is buy that one little box that's about, you know, if you put your fingers together, it's about that uh, size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the little heart-shaped one that's got like four chocolates in it. Mm, as just yeah. that's an afterthought. Yeah, for sure. Right. <laughs> that's a look here. I. That's just saying. It's a heart. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's just saying. I didn't have any time and don't care that much here. That's that's yeah. what that is, and that's not the thought that counts right there. That <laughs> one will get you in some deep water, and that's not what you want to do. Mm. Uh, if you're going to do it, then you got to do something at least worthwhile. All right. Oh, we do get a text here already at nine one eight two six two five zero seven two. This comes from 3053. Let's see what it is. It's a link, so this scares me a little bit. Um, Proceed with caution. Mm-hmm. I am, I'm doing that. Well, I'm not sure this is what we're talking about. Mm. <laughs> it's not, but it's really funny. <laughs> and I'll tell you what it is when we come back. If you've got any help for me, 918-262-5072. I'm re- looking i'm trying to be different i promise you i do i care i'm just trying to get there all right we come back we'll get a little into ou basketball and and why so up and down part of it's the big 12 i would imagine we'll talk about that and their result next here on the blitz the blitz text line is always open 918-262-5072 you can text us anything you want at any time from the oklahoma sports desk it's time for a two-minute drill on the blitz 11 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. The Tulsa Golden Hurricane are back in action tonight for a Valentine's Day matchup as they'll be at South Florida to face the Bulls. Tip-off is at 6 with a 5.30 pregame starting over on Big Country 99.5. And the Oklahoma City Thunder spoiled Shaq's jersey retirement ceremony as they beat the Orlando Magic in their final game before the All-Star break. Jalen Williams of the Thunder with 33 points, SGA added 32, and Chet Holmgren had 13 points and 9 rebounds and 5 blocks. And yesterday, the Kansas City Royals unveiled their plans for the $2 billion-plus ballpark project. They intend to build their new ballpark blocks away from the T-Mobile Center and the Powerlight District. That's the Winter Roll of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Boots 1170, and streaming on the Boots 1170 app. Blitzing up your mornings. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? You can always join in by texting us at 918-262-5072. That is our Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line, and I'd love to have your help on Valentine's Day here. Yes, remember, it is Valentine's Day, so if either side forgot and you're on the way to the office, there are things to do before you get there. Uh, that's Bryce Salson in the next room. He's taking care of his Valentine's, and he told me uh, during the break what it was. Very creative. Very, very. You get points for that one. I appreciate it. You know, when when you get to be my age, even if you're creative, and I tend to think I am, 
you run out of things to do. What else is there on this created holiday? <clears throat> and anyway, mm-hmm. um, I won't show my vitriol. Anyway. Uh, all right. So we had a text at 918-262-5072, and I thought they were helping me with Valentine's Day instead. And this is really funny. This is a picture on a social media site, and it's got one, two, three, four of those large trash bins lined up. You know, and today, like okay. for us, is trash day, so the big bins are outside, right? And it says at the top, San Francisco's curbside pickup is today, and every one of them has a broken TV in front. (laughs) (laughs) Like a really big screen that's That's just been fractured and shattered. And, of course, it's a little funny, but it's also true. How many videos videos did we see of TVs being obliterated by people who were really, really Mm. upset after that loss? We we still don't know the truth about uh, Pop's household, right? I mean... Who knows if something happened there? I I doubt it because he yeah. and you know with Lennox home and all he's he tries to control himself, but mm. uh, I'm sure it was difficult, right? But yeah, I don't <laughs> think you you know you don't go bust your new TV. I I you know speaking of TVs, oh this made me laugh. You know it re- it reminds me again of the old movie line in Men in Black when Tommy Lee Jones is sitting there with Will Smith, and he's just told Will Smith about it and just showed it to him and all that. You know, showed him that it's real after Will Smith had chased the alien and all that. And Will, Smith, they're sitting there on this bench, and and Will Smith said, "Why don't you just tell everybody about the aliens living here? People are smart." And Tommy Lee Jones said, "A person is smart. People are stupid." Mm. And it's a, it's a fantastic quote. And it, you know, when you say that, you don't. It's not being derogatory against all of us. It just means when you're in a crowd, waste management open, things mm. change. You know, it's not it's not that one person necessarily would go out with just I mean, in in that situation, they all had the antenna going out and get plastered or most of them. And they did. But when you get the group together like that, what happened? It got that much worse. Right. And in this situation, you know, you're talking about the number of people doing things that everybody else is just doing. Right. So on Saturday was on 169 going northbound. And there was a backup coming off 169 South from 71st Street to within about a half a block of 61st Street, all in the right lane. This is this is what kind of 169 South. Yeah, what what was going there? Cars. Oh, just okay, okay. I mean, nothing were, but cars. I mean, the the entire it was there was a backup of cars trying to exit on 71st. Okay. Why? Because Best Buy's right there. And because Best Buy had done some specials for televisions, we know TVs are a big, big deal right before the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. So then they, then I I told Christine, because we were going to actually do a little bit, a bit of business at a dive shop, and I said, look up Best Buy and see if there's something special today. And there, I mean, there were, there were, there were a couple of, there was a 55 inch $300 television, mm. you know, that kind of thing. But what's funny about that is... They were backed up in one single lane for almost a mile. Two lanes exit there. Yeah. <laughs> and they always have. Mm-hmm. And then when you get there, you can get into Best Buy both on the right, in the right lane when you come off and that second lane, which turns at the light. So there are two ways to get in there, too. But because the person in front of them lined up, they just kept lining up. Get in line. Now, if you've never exited there to go to Best Buy or for any other reason... Maybe you don't know that. An excuse. Could be. But 
it is just an example of what somebody does it, and we do the same thing. Just line up, and there they were. And I just laughed and shook my head. Same thing happens at Christmas, or it used to, not as much anymore at Woodland Hills. Two lanes go yeah. into Woodland Hills, not just one. And they would be backed up from the that first exit or first entrance into Woodland Hills. Cars would be backed up all the way past Mingo in one lane mm. because they believe that's the only lane that gets into Woodland Hills a mile and a half or a mile later, where you can get in there, and then on the next one, two lanes turn in, and two lanes turn in uh, more than one place into Woodland Hills. Maybe they don't know that. Well, you know what also scary about Woodland Hills is uh, on the way out, you know, on the, I think it's on that first entrance, mm-hmm. there's a double left to go out. There is, and correct. Nobody knows nobody, that it's a double nobody left. Nobody will get in it. But what's funny is even me, I'll see kind of a longish line, and I'll be like, I'm almost afraid of like nobody knowing that's a double left, and they're gonna think that I'm some jerk that's just making my <laughs> own way, and I'm gonna get like you know somebody's gonna have some road rage on me. So I'm just like, oh, I'll just get in line. I do I'll, not. I'll, I, just, I'll just be an idiot. It's painted <laughs> on the concrete. I know. I but mean, all you have to do is it. I know. But again, that's what <laughs> so, I'm someone's saying. Someone's gonna use that wide lane, not huh? see me, and bump into me. But that's what I'm saying. It's that group mentality. Well, they're yeah. doing it, so they're lined up for a mile, waiting, God knows how long, to try to get into Best Buy. When all you had to do is get in the other lane, and you're going to be there the same time they are, and actually mm-hmm. way before those people mm-hmm. behind you. But again, it's that group mentality. Somebody does yeah. something, we all do it, which is what happened at Waste Management or Wasted Management. You you, <laughs> you got enough people. Did you see the numbers on the arrests and everything from that? Yeah, I was at a trivia night last night, and that was one of the big numbers that I think you do. I wasn't there for it, but uh, you do beforehand is like the over-under. And yeah, 54 people arrested. Mm-hmm. Over the span of the tournament, they were there were people, hos- yeah, and that and that's there were people hospitalized. The amount of beer they sold were just ridiculous. Did you see the total number of beer sold? No, yep. four million two hundred nine thousand three hundred and twenty-eight. I mean, did they just have trucks flowing in and out? Well, that's that's <laughs> overall alcohol sales, so that could also have been drinks, you know, mixed drinks. Okay, four million that still just seems insane two hundred nine thousand three hundred and twenty eight and look if you want to go out and drink at a golf tournament eh, that's fine but when your entire goal is to go get wasted at a golf tournament so you can either fall off a platform like the one lady did or you know roll topless at 300 pounds down into uh near the green or you know do snow angels in the bunker then i Got a yeah. problem with that. I that's you know, and the whole mm. box score overall for for the waste management wasted part of me management calls for service from the Scottsdale Police Department. Okay, six hundred and fifty three arrests, fifty four ejections, two hundred and eleven, and then trespassing seventy three people. Because there was a moment I saw a uh, social video yesterday. By the way, you're listening to Blitz 1170. He's Bryce. I'm Rick. We're not just bitching for fun, by the way. I just this. I don't. It's easy to talk about. Well, I, 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 I don't, people can do what they want to do. I've said that a hundred times. I'm not going to judge somebody, but there are some things that are just stupidity. And and going to a golf tournament with a single goal in mind of getting trashed in my mind is stupidity for a lot yeah. of reasons. Number one, you're going to make a fool of yourself. Number two, you might hurt yourself. Number three, you know what it costs? 
You would cost to buy a beer at a golf tournament as opposed to at your house. Think about our experience at the PGA Championship. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I didn't. I mean, I didn't have a single alcoholic beverage while I was out there. I was working. However, you look no. at the cost. I had a I mean, it's, it's like going to the stadium. It's like going to any NFL or, or you know, even a college football or basketball game. And I'm, I'm fortunate. I'm upstairs. I don't pay for those. I get it. But what are the prices of those things? I do go to major league games when they want sixteen dollars for a soda. You know, I mean, for for the love Crazy. of God. So if your idea is going to get to be trashed, it's going to be there, so you can spend that. I mean, I guess if that's your vacation, which you're going to spend in jail. But <laughs> I saw a social media post from a bartender who worked there, and he said, "Look, I'm going to give you the inside scoop. They closed the gates and they stopped alcohol sales because the police department, sheriff's department, told us to." Mm. He claims, and I don't know if this is true. He claims at one point there were a half million people on the course. Now, considering what they sold in alcoholic beverages, that might be true. Honestly. And I, I, what were the numbers um, daily attendance at Southern Hills? I'm, 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 I can't remember if I was thinking it was 50K, but I'm, I'm, I think it was something in that range. But if they actually truly had that many, which, I mean, that sounds a little far-fetched. So the daily numbers uh, were 45 to 50,000 okay. fans attending that three-day span. And you were there. How crowded did that feel? I mean, it, it, there were very few moments where it felt um, too crowded. I know, never felt, had a felt, moment. It felt really normal. I never had a moment when there wasn't someone in front of me. I never had a moment when you didn't wait with a crowd to cross a fairway or stand by a tee box. Never yeah. had a moment where that wasn't the case. It right. would, there were people everywhere, and it wasn't, it, to your point now, it wasn't like a mob or anything like that. That's but like, it it was, didn't make you feel claustrophobic, no, but it was, no, it, no, was, no. it was It was crowded. busy. Yeah. It was absolutely busy. I don't know that there were really half a million people there, half, but but they, they you know, he, he claims that then they closed everything down. But he said the biggest problem was because there were people that were counterfeiting and there were so many, there was such a flow of people trying to get in, the ticket takers just stopped taking tickets and said, fine, and just opened the gates. Yeah. Now, I also don't know if that's true, but I've heard that in more than one, and I've read that one other report as well. And you can imagine if you're at the gate and 100,000 people are trying to get in and they're forcing and pushing, oh gosh, you know, that might happen to where you're just like, like forget it, go. I don't, I don't get paid enough to get trampled, <laughs> exactly, right? Exactly, I mean, go. And then what happens when suddenly they're just mm-hmm. they're just in there? Yeah. I, that, I just think that's the thing that um, it, it kind of – boggles my mind just a little bit all right i mentioned we were going to talk about ou baylor we still have a little time to do that the sooners lose 79 62 baylor's tough as a matter of fact i don't know if you would seen this stat that's the 11th straight regular season win for baylor over over oklahoma haven't lost to them since 2018 i believe yeah it's it's a long time and we're talking about now Scudder's teams are good. We know that they're good. Mm-hmm. But Oklahoma's had its time of being fairly good, too. And Porter's team looks like they're a lot better this year. But they, they are still at this point after that, you know, you're going to always be good in the early season when you're playing against teams you're supposed to beat. But then they were even still good early in the Big 12. And they still are, in my opinion. They're still upper level. But, you know, gosh, they've been so inconsistent. And it comes from, like, last night, Sorez with 17, not a single starter in double figures. Some of that to Baylor, because they were good last night. But... Is is this just where Porter's team is? I thought starting the year, maybe they'd made the next step I thought he would make, and I gave, I really did believe he'd make it, that they would just start to trend. And I think they are trending upward. But there's a lot of up-and-down volatility here. You see them some, too. What do you attribute it to? 
I mean, I think there's still he still certainly has his team. Um, they are an NCAA tournament team for sure. Mm-hmm. But what's concerned me recently is even in Bedlam, OSU was, uh, you know, their worst selves. They couldn't shoot. They went 17% from three, and they still almost had a chance to win the game because OU was very shaky mm-hmm. uh, from being able to get points, especially beyond the arc. Um, against Baylor, it, it's hard to attribute much to this game that nobody else has experienced because when you look at Baylor, they had five turnovers and they had all of their starters in double figures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's pretty hard to beat in, in Waco especially. So I, I wouldn't read too much into games like this, but I, I would say OU, they've kind of fallen off a little bit, but in terms of the overall scope of being in the Big 12, uh, they've been able to hold their own. And and in a Big 12 that this year has been pretty across the board competitive you know it's it's still the best conference in america easily but i feel like near the top it's been a lot more competitive than we've seen in years past yeah well i mean last year was competitive as well but then we i don't know that we well i know i certainly didn't expect ucf to start winning games like this yeah like they have been and they damn near beat byu at home last night Mm -hmm. that was a 90-88 i believe byu was almost upset and they've already beaten oklahoma and kansas in down there, Cincinnati is playing. Oh, I mean, they're still not back to what they were when they were really, really good with Huggins there. But they're playing much better, and they're playing. They're a tough out. They played Iowa State tough last night. Oh, and I yeah. think Iowa State's. I think Iowa State's the best team in the conference. I think so too. And they they played. They made well. Yeah, Kansas is still so up and down. But they they're you know they're a tough out, and then you know we know what Houston is doing certainly, and mm-hmm. then BYU suddenly is playing like they are, and they're really good and ranked in the top twenty five. So I think the four coming in, we knew Houston would be good, but we didn't expect hardly anything out of UCF or out of Cincinnati, and we didn't know much about BYU. And I'll be darned if all four of them are pretty doggone good, yeah. or at least good enough that at home you better watch out. So mm-hmm. yes, it is more competitive. I think just because of the number of teams there, but I really thought yeah. his. I thought the Sooners had moved to the point where I, where I could expect just a little more consistency, and you're yeah. not getting that, which I'm sure irritates him too. But Porter says they get it and that they want to get better, and mm-hmm. that's good as long as that continues to be the case. Now I'm going to be real honest. I told Bryce earlier, I cannot find a stitch of their post game from last he night. He is right. <laughs> I, 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 I we have a site hurt. here that has. All the teams in the country who are on the Learfield sites, because Learfield owns the broadcast rights for all these teams, right? And we have access through our ability being a Lear, you know a Learfield too with Oklahoma State and Tulsa. We have access to every Learfield team, so I can go around to anybody with Learfield and I can find their highlights and blah blah blah. Nothing from last night, not a thing, and that's supposed to be up there. Yeah. But it's not there. And then I, so you go places like Sooner Sports and you go to, you know, you go to everywhere you'd normally go. Some of the more Nothing. reliables. No. Zero. Not a thing. Now, I'm, I'm sure they did something because nowadays you kind of have to. But there's just you can't find it because I just kind of wanted to see and hear what his thoughts were on that. I don't I agree with you. I think they're still an NCAA team and I do think they're still on the rise. But I really expected at this point in the year a little more consistency for if you're going to win a lose a game like this, it wouldn't be by 17. Well, and it's the, the, one of their issues, too, that I think is when you have guys like Javion McCollum and Miles Uzan that start to go up and down. You know, when they when they are 
leading your offense, I think that's what puts them in the best chance for success. And again, you have a night where it's good for Rivaldo Suarez to come off the bench yes. and get that many points, but when he's your leading guy, it, I felt that way with Otega Owe when he was the leading guy for the Sooners. It mm-hmm. never really put them in the best position that they wanted to be. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree with all those things, and I do think they'll figure it out. I just really hoped for, a, you know, you're going to lose down there, you lose 79-71. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, but, but 79-62 kind of shows that trail at the end of like, you know, you get behind and then, and, it, and that games happen like that, but yeah. they've had a couple of kind of hmms in the last, you know, the UCF was that way, but again, they've done that to some others. I mean, and look at Kansas, that same thing happened to Kansas, you know, two oh, nights ago. So maybe that's just where we are in the big 12 right now, which does make it fun. And which also means the tournament. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, <T-Mobile>. man. <laughs> and I got to tell you, I of all I love love I'm a huge 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 football fan and I'm a college football fan first and I admit that completely, but I don't think I've ever enjoyed anything as much in my entire career as I have covering tournament basketball. Mm. You're in a you're in a place for three or four days with one dedicated thing to do, just that, and then it's all day and it's different teams and the competition's high and the feeling in the arena is this tense important feeling everything's big every fan base is ready even in those days with conference usa when we were over at memphis and tulsa's playing you know you bring in the marshals of the world and these carolinas of the world who didn't travel anybody uh, yeah. you know but still the home crowd would be there and they'd be excited and God, it's fun. And I cannot mm-hmm. imagine what it's going to be like in Kansas City this year. It will be insane will. Uh, with I, those teams. Well, and I don't know how you feel, but when it comes to conference tournament season, it, a lot of people will criticize it sometimes because it's like, okay, now we're just going right back into it. And mm. the conference tournaments are kind of made up for TV, you know, which is which is kind of true. But still, once you go through it, like you said, it's it's just so much fun because all the different things that can happen. So it's like as much criticism as it gets for, man, this just seems like so much extra added to it. I mean, how can you beat it? It's so much fun. I like it better than the NCAA or postseason, if you will, post that tournament basketball. I've been, Tulsa's been to a couple NCAAs and I've been out there and covered those. And I've covered, covered others here, you know, when there are mm-hmm. other teams here. Uh, and they're they're either you know elite against nobody, yeah. and, and you really don't feel like there's ever a chance to win that game for them. And it happens occasionally, and we know that we know the matchups mm-hmm. that can turn. But when you go to a conference tournament, you feel like everybody's got a shot, and Absolutely. every team, even those teams who come in here thinking, yeah, we had an okay season, watch for them on a run. Two years in a row, Tulsa made a run to the finals against Memphis. They weren't supposed to be there. Wojcik's teams had talent, but they weren't playing well. And they got to the tournament, and bang, and then two of them were overtime games. Oh, my goodness. By the time they got to game four against Memphis, they had zero legs and got blown out. But to get there was completely unimaginable. The Tulsa women a few years ago who won the thing in in, uh, in, La- or in El Paso when they had a poor year. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's something about the conference tournament that, me to me, has more excitement, more fun. And I know there's something after that. I, yeah. And maybe that's it too. When you get to the NCAA, the NIT, you know, the CBI, whatever you, you're either blessed or cursed to go to. <laughs> Hang the banner. <laughs> yeah, and it's there's something about that that it's fine, but yeah. I God, I love conference tournaments. Well, but you clean, you clean the slate, right? Because it's for every conference tournament, if you win that, 
No you matter what your chance. season looks like, you go to the NCAA tournament, right? So that's, yep. that helps a lot. I love it. 654 on the Blitz 1170. By the way, did get a couple of texts on Valentine's Day. I want to read this one. Uh, Steve sent one and said, you know, wife is not a big Valentine's Day fan. Neither's mine, but I want to do something, right? He said, she bought herself shoes. Now, that's a win. If you just decide beforehand, <laughs> honey, go. You know, right? Now, But you Here's don't want card. it to seem like you're not putting out effort, right? Yeah. So he said, yeah, I got her and my three-year-old daughter some flowers and each a card. That's nice. And then... Here, here's the winner. He's grilling steaks tonight. Nice. And as soon as he sends an address, we'll all go. Uh, and he said that's enough for her, which is great. And then we got this. Uh, we got another one. And this one comes. Let's see here from Carrie. And it's got a big heart. It says, so after 42 years, creativity is just not that good. <laughs> <laughs> it says Charleston's in BA last night. And then the magic Starbucks card points, points, points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Carrie. I, I'm with you, brother. God bless you. I, I can see you. 655 on the Blitz 1170. Bryce will have this day in sports history when we come back. And then we'll have some not sports. I know as though this has been that way, although we've been talking a little basketball right here on the Blitz 1170. The Blitz is broadcasting in HD on your FM dial. Turn your HD-equipped radio to 106.9 KHTT HD2. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. The Oklahoma City Thunder spoiled Shaq's jersey retirement ceremony as they beat the Orlando Magic in their final game before the All-Star break. Jalen Williams led the Thunder with 33 points. Shea Gilgis-Alexander added 32. And Chet Holmgren had 13 points, 9 rebounds, and 5 blocks. And tonight in women's college basketball, the 23rd-ranked Sooners will host the 21st-ranked Baylor Bears. And the OSU Cowgirls will be at Texas Tech. Both of those games tip off at 6 o'clock. That's the Winter World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Boots 1170, and streaming on the Boots 1170 app.